What's going on, everybody? Welcome to People Playing Games. It has been a little while, but I am super excited to be back, uh, especially because of this week's guest. He is one of the most handsome gentlemen mm. I've had the pleasure of knowing and working with in my career, mm. and uh, definitely one of the best beards in the business, I would say. <laughs> I think that's a good, I think that's, I don't think that's really debatable. No, that's, that's a good um, measure. And, uh, just an all-around awesome dude and one of my very good friends, Mr. Dan Halley. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Hanging out in the apartment with the cats. They, uh, they're they bad and terrible, so they're going to start making noise now. <laughs> That's the whole, This whole podcast is going to be animal noises. That's fine. Mostly from me. I'll just start making weird elephant noises. Rangatang, I real guess. awkward. Yeah, there's going to be dogs barking, cats meowing, a lot of farting. Oh, my God. So well, much farting. I have a good. can of baked beans. <laughs> uh, like three o'clock in the afternoon, so I'm 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 already percolating. It's getting ready to fly. I'm out. ready. I'm baking on it. It's so nice. Cause, <laughs> I mean, I, I love doing the show, and you know, I, I I've I've done the show with like really good friends of mine. I've done the show with people I just met. But I was really looking. Or I've really been looking forward to this one because I, we can just be complete idiots the entire time. I I love that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but we're also you know on top of, on top of making a bunch of fart jokes. We are going to talk about. Um, you know your your adventures through the technology and video game industry. Uh, so if I have this right, Dan, today you are the uh, technology editor at Yahoo. Is that mm-hmm. correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So uh, yeah, for the folks listening at home, what what in a nutshell, what do you do these days? Oh man, uh, I uh, I get to work, uh, make myself now. Um, I basically <laughs> so it's me. Uh, my uh, coworker JP uh, Mangalinden in uh, San Francisco, and we have a uh, contributing editor slash freelancer uh, Rod Pegararo, um, and then uh, David Pogue. Um, you know, uh, is like the guy that uh, was the marquee name for Yahoo Tech, and like so they closed it down. They moved us over to Yahoo Finance, and now like it's Yahoo Tech under Yahoo Finance, um, and the folks at Yahoo Finance are awesome, so it made it really easy. And basically, I just uh, I just get to play with toys all day. It's absolutely ridiculous. Any kind of like tech, I have the iPhone 10 right here. Um, I have the new Surface Book 2 that I'm gonna break open in a second. Um, and yeah, I get to play with toys. And then, you know, I Yahoo went through this thing where uh, I don't know if you know this, but Yahoo's had some trouble. Uh, as of it late. seems like yeah, it seems like it's <laughs> been a rocky rocky few years for you guys. Just a little bit. Um, and so like we had, we had a games division and then they closed the games division. Um, yeah. and one of the, uh, the managing editor there was, uh, uh Ben Silverman. Oh, that's so cute. Yeah. That's, there's the, uh, the <laughs> aforementioned marks. My uh, dog Marie is very sensitive to, uh, to site closures. It was, so it was, she, uh... well, like they called it sunsetting at Yahoo. So it wasn't oh, of really Of course. Closing. Yeah. You gotta, you gotta make it sound good. Yeah. It felt, it felt nice when they said that. I was like, oh, we're sunsetting. Okay. <laughs> and, like they, so they laid off, um, uh, uh, Ben Solomon, uh, and he was managing editor there. And then he went over to esports and then he moved on from there. And when he was esports, he was still like doing games reviews. And when I went over Yahoo Tech and like I started working with him, uh, I asked him, you know, if I could do some, you know, on the side that he didn't want to do. And he was like, yeah, he was more than generous. He, you know, gave me real help, you know, trying to figure out how to write game reviews because they're totally different than tech reviews. Um, and, you know, he, he kind of gave me that uh, that training. And uh, so then he left and, you know, we didn't have any games coverage there. And it just 
blew my mind. You know, it's uh, makes more money than movies, than TV, than uh, uh, music, and there's no coverage. So I was just basically like, hey, uh, that's dumb. Let's not uh, continue <laughs> to do that. Let's uh, let's write about some game stuff. And thanks to you know Ben, you know, giving me you know contacts, I was able to reach out to the companies and say, hey, uh, I promise we're not done writing about games. Uh, we want to write about games more. And we're going to have it under Yahoo Tech. So just, you know, uh, let's talk. And so since then, we've been just kind of rocking and rolling. Um, it's basically, you know, Ben kind of, uh, not kind of, Ben did set, you know, set us up really well because he worked in the industry uh, for so long that they knew the Yahoo brand. And so they were, you know, basically like, hey, uh, you're different than the Yahoo that, you know, lost 300 million emails or billion emails you're cool yahoo and um i was like yeah and i was like and i know ben and they were like yeah that's cool too ben's awesome so um they basically yeah they hooked us up and now i'm doing game reviews and uh my uh my friend jp is doing game reviews um and we it's the oh my god it's a ridiculous job it makes no yeah. sense yeah <laughs> there are people like my brother uh works for uh the state of new jersey for the dot right and he's outside man he like snow days. He works like 14 hours, plow on the roads, goes back, sleeps on a cot in a garage, and then goes back out for another 14 hours. In the yep. summer, he's putting ass like like crazy hot asphalt and filling potholes on the side of the road next to 18 wheelers. They're doing like 70 miles an hour. And I'm sitting in my room playing video games on, you know, and with a new iPhone next to me. And I'm like, well, my job's really hard, too. So you got th those embargoes, those deadlines. Oh, yeah. <laughs> You got to hit that that three three oh one a.m. embargo uh, for that uh you that, know the first six hours of gameplay you could talk about. That makes no sense. I mean, <laughs> for, first of all, I like and, and the only reason why you do you know you hit those embargoes is because you, you want to get good SEO with Google and SEO is everything, right? Like right, of course. So, but that's stupid because you know nobody uh, unless it's like a real big marquee game with some diehard fans, nobody is up at three a.m you know, on the East coast to read reviews, they're sleeping so they can wake up and then read the reviews when they get up in the morning first thing. But they're not like, yeah. it's not like 3am and they're like, Oh my God, I have to find out what the newest game got in terms of their <laughs> Metacritic score. Like, no, no, they're going to wait a yeah. little bit. So the, I, uh, the embargo thing always bothered me with, with games and tech. And it's like, it's, I mean, it's even more ridiculous with tech because I feel like yes. with games, it's, it's, you have an audience where people are, you know, Fallout 4. I was a huge Fallout. I still am a huge Fallout 3 fan. Yeah. And, um, and uh, I was a New Vegas fan. But when I, I got it, I had it for, I think it was a PS3 it came out for. And it was all sorts of broken. Um, but I, so I, I kind of soured me on it. So I love Fallout 3. And uh, so when Fallout 4 came out, I was waiting for the review embargo. I, you know, um, I wanted to read everybody's reviews so I could see staying up for something like that. But for like a new laptop, nobody, yeah, you, you got to evaluate your priorities. If you're, <laughs> if you're staying up till 3am to see like, you know, the, the surface book embargo. Break yeah, or something. exactly. Yeah. Oh guys, I really can't wait. This is going to be huge. It's like, <laughs> no, the only reason why this is being published at that time is to help with Google and that's yeah. it. But yeah, it's, it's so true. It's, I mean, it's a ridiculous job. It makes no sense. I, I'm at work and people are, you know, cause it's finance, you know, we, we talk to, you know, the other people 
on the site who actually do finance stuff, they're talking about, you know, uh, mergers and acquisitions with these huge companies and why this company's stock is going up or down. And I'm like, hey, uh, do you guys want to see the new characters for Injustice? They're really cool. Uh, they got the Ninja Turtles now. Yep. <laughs> People are like, what? <laughs> why are you telling me this? <laughs> That's the news that matters. It really is. I mean, so I think what's cool is, you know, um, since we get to do a lot of video, because everyone, everyone pivot to video. Uh, of course, yeah. We, we get to put video stuff into the, the, the three live shows that we do every day. And it's, I mean, the, the anchors are awesome and they get super hyped on stuff. So I had the the SNES classic, the SNES classic. Um, mm. and, so wait, where, so where do you fall on this? Do you say SNES? No, or do you say I, SNES? No, I say I say SNES, uh, and I say NES. I don't say okay, the SNES God. or the NES. Yeah, we, I, <laughs> I would have cut the podcast short. <laughs> do you, wait, do you know people that legitimately say that on purpose? I, not personally, because I don't need that. I don't need that toxicity in my life. Right, right, right. But no, no, I've I've heard just people on podcasts and like people casually say snes like it's whatever it's really not it's really not a big deal it's a shorter way to say it yeah but But it's stupid it's just it's the snes we don't need to call it the snes first of all if you say snes it sounds like you're sneezing and like hocking up something (laughs) at the same time like i got the snes classic it's the s-n-e-s it's you know just call it that it's an acronym yeah yeah call it what it is so i i had that and i got Uh. to bring it on the shows and people were they were super stoked on it they were like yeah oh my god you have mario kart on here let me play it you have donkey kong country let me play it it's like you know it's awesome i love it it's you know it makes no sense um and people on the internet uh hate you for it of Um, course but it's yeah man it's awesome i love it i i I cannot complain about it it's a fun gig getting to getting to write about games and tech it's yeah uh, we're in a we're in a good spot i would say it's true it's true so Speaking of, you know, it's, so we, we got we got an idea of what you do today and all, all the awesome stuff for all the awesome stuff that you're up to. But uh, I want to dial things back and, and get your history as a gamer. So uh, mm. what's the first game you ever played, Dan? Oof, man. Uh, I guess. I mean, would it be? I, I guess it would be. Yeah, you know what it is? Oh, man. It was Frogger, dude. It was Frogger. Nice. On my cousin's, I guess, like. I don't even know what kind of computer it was that ran Frogger, but it was in the basement of my grandmother's house. Um, and like, I remember he played guitar and was like into, um, like, I guess punk at that point. I don't know. This was like the early nineties. Um, and no late eighties. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I played Frogger on there and I was like, this is awesome. And then my brother who didn't play games, still doesn't play games. Um, he asked for the uh, NES, and this one Christmas, my parents gave us an NES, the one with Mario and Duck Hunt and um, the the light gun, and we used to play that so much, my brother and I, and we would get my dad to play with us sometimes, and we, oh my god, there's so many fistfights over, like, just who didn't move fast enough in the stage and cause the <laughs> other one to die. And like my brother came up with a song whenever I I would die to like make fun of me and also be mad at me. Um, yeah, man, that was that was like those two were my first big experiences with games. And I think like a terrible Jeopardy game on uh, my other cousin's computer. But those, oh yeah. man, I remember those. 
they were like the worst. Yeah, that's that, those were those are the ones that really got me going like that. And I mean, yeah, like I think I think after that it was basically you know the uh, the the Ninja Turtles game for um, uh, SNES or I'm sorry oh, NES yeah. NES the uh, the ridiculously hard one that made zero sense. And why did the coral grab me and kill me or electrocute me? I have no idea. Yep. And first of all, okay, on the dam, right? You're on the dam. You go into the dam. Cool. Why is it that the jump to get into the doorway to go underwater is so difficult to do? And then the enemies respawn and kill you every time. I, <laughs> the only way I beat that game was an emulator in college. And at the very last level, you fight the Technodrome. And by the way, it's like up to your chin. This thing is supposed to be like a city-sized sphere with an eyeball on top, riding on these giant earth-destroying treads. And yet in the game, it's up to your friggin' chin. I don't know why. I don't know if the people who did it. I think it it, was it Konami that did that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Konami made all those. All all the original games, right? Because then they did the the arcade game and uh, Turtles in Time. Turtles in Time. Uh, What was it? Uh, Was it Turtles? No, the Turtles Take Manhattan thing was wasn't that a brawler? Like later on, I forget. But it was it was definitely he Turtles made so in Time. many. Yeah, Turtles in Time was my favorite. But um, but yeah, Mario and definitely uh, the the Frogger game and the stupid Jeopardy game that I absolutely hated were like the first things that got me into games, and it really hasn't stopped. So from there, uh, what would you say became your favorite game? Oh man, of all time. Holy shit. Uh, yeah, loaded time. question. Wow. Oh, man. This is always one that, that, that makes people think. Like, everyone, everyone kind <laughs> of needs a second at this at this point in the podcast. Cause now, okay, so now I'm trying to think, like, what was the best game I played versus what's the game? Because, like, there's great games, and then there's games where you have incredible memories playing. Exactly. Right? Like, that's, always the, that's always the dilemma. Yeah. I, I remember I used to play um, – this is when I was in maybe middle school, middle school for sure. And I, I was listening to Corn uh, uh, because – Of course, as you do. Yeah. And Ad- Adidas. I know what that stands for. Oh, my goodness. So did my parents. It's not, it's not just the shoes. <laughs> it was not the shoes. My parents <laughs> explained that to me too. I was like, <laughs> oh, that's why. Okay. Which is a very awkward conversation. But of like, course. I would, li- I would listen to that, and um, I would play, uh, I think it was, what was it, Command & Conquer Red Alert 2 um, on the PlayStation. And then I would just play that for hours, just hours and hours. And I loved the intro music. And then... So I would play, and then I would play the original Need for Speed Hot Pursuit when Need for Speed, you know, was an actual good franchise. Um, oh yeah, remember that? Ah, oh, dude, it was such a good. I would get the the Lamborghini Diablo, and I would drive it backwards, and it was so fun. Uh, but then like, there's amazing game. Like, I mean, you know, Ocarina of Time is amazing. Um, Breath of the Wild, I feel like, is now my favorite Zelda game. It's probably the best Zelda game. Yeah. Ugh. God, favorite game of all time. Oh my god. I guess. I uh, I guess it would have to be. I I always you know I still have Fallout Three. Like I, I never got rid of it. You know. Yeah. And it's the original one that I had. I guess probably Fallout Three. 
and I know it's like it's like sacrilege because everyone always goes back to like you know the the SNES, the Genesis, the NES. But I think no, I think I I think that's I think it's a fair pick. I mean, I I my favorite game of all time is probably Mass Effect Two. So I don't mind you know pulling from from recent times. Yeah, and, and I feel like you know I mean yeah I love. Oh God! There's so many. Ugh. Oh no! You know what? Uh, better than uh, better than Fallout Three. Uh, uh, oh man! But see, this is even newer. Skyrim is so good. Skyrim is so Ooh. good. Uh, keep it in, keep it in the Bethesda family, and oh, it's on yeah. Switch now. Now yes. you can play it while you take a dump. Have you played the Switch version? I have not. I'm going to. I'm going. It'll be I think the third version of skyrim that i own <laughs> and you're gonna play it you're gonna spend a lot of time with that in the toilet well see here's the thing uh that's a problem uh because uh lisa my fiance your friend mm-hmm. um of course she friend of the um, show friend friend of the show uh she uh she also loves the switch and so <laughs> when we first got it and i was reviewing breath of the wild she wanted to play it too and it was the the uh, switch that nintendo had sent us so it was at that point where you couldn't buy them, you know, like you can get them now on Amazon, but the closer we get to, you know, Christmas, the harder they're going to be to get. But yes. at that point it was like, you had to really wait a while and we almost bought two just to play breath of the wild. So, mm-hmm. and now she wants to play Skyrim. So I feel like if we get it, we might have to get two switches because, Oh, abs- there, there's, you can't share a switch with, with the amount of games out now. I know. It's such a good system. Oh, it's my God. so good. And, like, so I, I – by the way, I'm sticking with Skyrim now. Um, I, I'll take it. I, th- I think that's a great pick. I, I, I feel like, you know, I mean – so I did I did the review for the, the 1X, right? Mm. I, I think the 1X is amazing. Um, I agonized for so long about buying um, a 4K HDR TV because I didn't see – yeah, I have the PS4 Pro. But it wasn't, you know, full 4K, and 4K doesn't matter to me as much as HDR. Um, yeah, and that that should that should be the way it is because HDR makes that much of a difference. Where, it's a much more noticeable change. Oh my god, dude! Horizon Zero Dawn. When I got this TV, the first thing we did was we checked out the difference between uh, the regular uh, uh, Apple TV and the 4K Apple TV, uh, watching the, the the Defenders. Uh, which is ruined, yeah. by the way, by Dragon Fist, wor- worst character in the entire show. Um, oh, Iron Fist, yeah. Uh, oh, Iron Fist, yeah, Iron Fist. Yeah. Um, and uh, so then I fired up Horizon because I was like, well, this is one of the marquee games that Sony was talking about with HDR, and it's unreal. It, it's completely different experience. I, I, I was at, I think I beat the game. No, I was close to being the game. And there was a scene where uh, there was like a sunset over some mountains and the uh, the sun's rays were coming through. And it's just like, this is why we bought this TV. It makes that much of a difference. And yeah. it, but like at the same time, the Switch doesn't have that kind of power. And I still I still think it might be a better system. <laughs> oh, you mean you think, like you think the Switch is better despite its lack of power? Yeah. Oh, 100%. It has probably the best year one game lineup oh any recent console yeah yep um 
and just i i care way like for me especially for certain third-party games but yeah i just picked up like lego marvel superheroes too because yeah. i love that series but for like third-party games as long as they're not terribly compromised right. i get them for the switch because i want to be able to play them everywhere right. so it's like that's way more of a game changer for, for me i don't have a 4k tv i don't care about what's the best looking version right. but i do care if i could you know take a game with me see i'm i'm a uh so superficial about uh graphics like i i built my my pc for graphics i mean i yeah I'm a maniac when it comes to that. And once once I start seeing that I can't run the ultra settings, um, <laughs> start I, looking up new GPUs. I, I, yeah, I start freaking out. <laughs> what, I, See I, what I, Nvidia's got, dude. It's 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 like I so I got uh, I have the GeForce uh, GTX 970, um, mm-hmm. and when they came out with the 10,000 or the thousand series, I was like, son of a bitch, now I gotta buy a new one. But I yeah. I, I I I still haven't because I'm still running stuff on ultra. And, like, right now, the biggest game I'm playing on PC is PUBG. So, I mean, it doesn't exactly eat up resources. It's a, it's, it's a broken game still. <laughs> of course, yeah. Oh, my God. Have you, have you played it? A little bit. Not as much as, a, as I'd, I'd like to be, but I, even the little bit I've played. And we were talking about, a little bit about this last week. Like, I, I, the little bit I've played, I totally get it. It's so addictive. I love it even, so much. Yeah, even the rush of just like getting one kill in that game mm. is such a big deal. I I um I was playing with my friends last night. What we do is we uh we use either Discord or we just call each other old school style and do three way calling. And yeah. um we just do a group of three. Um and we I, I you know, I started watching other streamers play it and I realized that everybody does the exact same stuff. Like yeah. all the tactics are the same. Um, and so we just started trying at first we just hit constantly. Um, and now it's, we're getting better at taking people on, but it's, I mean, you'll play that game and you'll get like, you know, number three and you'll be so frustrated and then you'll just say to yourself, okay, let's do it again. And it's just so fun. And it, it doesn't make any sense. I mean, it's, it's not finished. Uh, no, they still haven't added the ability to, to vault over things to the, the, the live servers. They're really still on the test servers. Right, right. It, it's the same one map, and yet we still want to play it constantly. I, I stopped playing Overwatch because of that. And yeah. I mean, Overwatch is unreal. Yeah, um, I love Overwatch. Oh my god! See, I played it on both PC and PS4, because mm-hmm. um, one of my other best friends uh, is only PS4. So, and we do we do a little trickle trick tricky time. We uh, we set it up where. <laughs> I'm the master account on his PS4, and he's the master account on mine. Ah, so, so you share you share the same game library. Yeah, so yeah, good. that's that's the way to do it. We just that's, uh, that's, it's your hot tip right there oh for my, anyone listening at home, dude. It's it's so easy because then like we'll play games together. We don't get to play as much as as we would like. Um, yeah, but like we got uh, the uh, what is it, the ultimate edition of Call of Duty, um, like the hundred dollar edition, and uh, we just paid fifty bucks each. So it's like we're we're just winning all over the place there that's that's the way to do it man and then you know economical oh dude yeah and then you could do the same thing for uh 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 uh, pc and xbox you could do yeah it works it totally works on xbox yeah i i i I love that i'm any way that i can get around paying full price for stuff i'll do it yeah come on we're we're game journalists we don't buy games no yeah that's yeah that's also true. we actually uh, ea actually pays like the companies actually pay us just to talk about their games. oh constantly yeah I mean, we're all paid off we're all shills i have a i have a mansion uh i definitely <laughs> yep 
don't have a small apartment in Queens. Not at all. No, I no, we, I, have, I have a mansion. We're in this. The only reason we're in this industry is because we want to get rich. Yeah, exactly. We're, yeah. Not, we're not here for the love of it. <laughs> Speaking of though, that actually does bring me to, to my next question. Now, now that we've uh, so we've you know we've talked about your gaming history. Um, I want to talk about your journalism history and what yeah, yeah, got yeah. you into yeah like what got you into writing in the first place? Was there a specific moment where you were like yeah you know I want to want to write I want to be a journalist for a living? I you know like I used to I remember when I was younger, um, my brother would go to sleep watching the like the eleven o'clock news because we shared a bedroom mm-hmm. when we were kids, um, and we had one TV, obviously, um, and we would watch he would watch the news uh, and I would be terrified. Because it was just like someone was shot, someone was stabbed, someone was shot, and I was like, "Why is everyone hurting each other?" <laughs> and then I, you know, I, I, you know, I took a creative writing class in uh, high school, and I was god awful. So naturally, I decided to major in creative writing in college, um, <laughs> and I was again god awful. Um, I had a poetry class, and I was like, "Man, you know, I could get into poetry. Let's do this." And it was the only class that I, I got a, I got a C, a C minus in it maybe, and it's the only class that kept me from graduating with honors. And I was like, yeah, this is so the wrong path. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did like, uh, I did one or two stories for the school newspaper because I thought maybe I could get into journalism, and the two stories were literally the truth about skateboarding. Um, and why you should be able to skateboard on campus. <laughs> so you right away you're digging into the, uh, it, the deep stuff. It was the nitty gritty. I mean, I was I was turning over every rock to, you know, I was <laughs> I was shaking down the power structure. And so like I I graduated and um I was like I don't know what to do. Um so I went and I applied to a local newspaper and I said, "Uh hi, I work at the school newspaper." Um and that is all I said. And they were like, cool, you have a degree and you worked at the newspaper. Didn't ask how many articles I wrote. Didn't ask how long I worked there. And uh, they were like, here's a job. And I feel so bad for my first editor because <laughs> I didn't know how to write anything for news. I uh, right. I basically – my writing test – don't know how I passed it. I took. You the, had the skateboarding beat down path. Though. I mean, yeah. They were all, all sorts of like, hey, how can you do an ollie? And I was like, let me tell you in text. <laughs> <laughs> they uh they they read the article like I, I don't know how this happened they i did the writing test and it was about like a world war ii veteran who crashed on the highway um and spilled um uh, a truckload of bees and i was like what and they were the test was turn this into a news article so i said uh yeah that's what happened and they they accepted that and they hired me. And then, so my editor, uh, she was she was 28 at the time. Uh, I remember because I was like, wow, that seems so old. And now I'm 32, and I feel like yeah. awful. Yeah, it was yep. it was very upsetting. And so she basically taught me how to write um, for journalism. She explained, you know, I didn't know what a nut graph was. Um, she explained how to f- uh, form a proper lead. She basically did the work of a college professor. While I was getting paid, so I got paid as, as your boss, yeah, pretty much. Exactly, and I, you know, I mean, she was all all sorts of uh, supportive, and I think the main reason why she let me uh, get away with it and not fire me and helped, you know, me learn 
was because I kept trying and I was really, really uh, dedicated to getting stuff done. And I constantly volunteered because I figured if I suck, I have to volunteer for everything to make sure that I'm making up for sucking so bad. Um, and yeah, she taught me, uh, she taught me basically everything there is to know for writing journalism for a first year writer. And then, um, I was there for so long. Um, I just felt like I was getting passed by everybody who was my age. They were all, you know, getting older and getting these great jobs. And I was making like, I got hired and I made twenty twenty two thousand dollars uh wow and i was like yeah this is huge yeah oh yeah so i'm breaking it in oh my god i immediately went out and bought a uh new mustang and that was the <laughs> dumbest idea i could have made <laughs> because not only uh could i not afford said mustang uh that was when gas prices were like six dollars a gallon and i was Ooh. like yeah so cars fully paid off now and it uh sits in my parents driveway um and it gets started once or twice a week by my dad and that's it but there you go. It's still my Mustang. Um, of course. And so I, I, I applied for a, a, a law technology magazine, um, and I thought it would be I would be you know writing about tech policy and things like that. And uh, it turned out I wrote about printers and uh, like law office equipment, and that was um, the definition of awful. So yeah, that, that no part of that sounds dude. Good. You know what? We basically like we got the press releases, and it's it's it you've just reworded press releases. It was unreal. Um, yeah. And I I was like, isn't this weird? And the, our editor was just like, no, do this. Um, so I hated it, and I quit, and I went back to the newspaper, and then by some ridiculous twist of fate, uh, I applied for a job at Laptop and um, now Tom's Guide. Um, and Or, you know, Laptop and Tom's Guide. Yeah, um, we're... One 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 big two headed beast. One one two yeah hell yeah. <laughs> and they they told me you know uh, uh, I think one of the questions that uh, Avram asked me was um, it, it was about Dell in, uh, Inspiron uh, P, uh, laptops and it was like you know <laughs> he told me afterwards he was like we, we were gonna hire someone but they said Inspirion and I knew they, we can't hire them. <laughs> that is such an Avram thing. To- if you guys, if you guys know Avram Pilch, our uh, wonderful editorial director at, at Laptop and Tom's Guide, yeah, that is a that is an Avram yep. question. That is an Avram statement to a T. It was it was amazing, and I think what 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 helped a lot was that I I explained I was like I build my PCs and you know I I love this and I got into tech because I wanted to play video games on a good computer, so I just kept trying to learn more and more about how to build my own, and um, eventually I just got sucked in. And they hired me, and I was there for, man, I can't even remember how long I was there. Um, probably, probably like four years. Yeah, because you were there way before me. Yeah, I started in 2013. Oh yeah, I was, and I, I think I left in 20, 2015. Yeah, um, that sounds right. So I was definitely there for at least four years. Um, <clears throat> and then yeah, I now I'm I'm at Yahoo, and it was like working at 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 laptop and tom's guide was so good and it was such a different experience than i've ever had anywhere else because everyone there is it's it's you just have so much fun it's so Mm. ridiculous and everyone's you know just trying to do the best work possible and everyone is so awesome i've met so many amazing people there and i mean our editors 
you know, they're the reason why everybody who works there ends up working at like, you know, these huge prestigious companies, you know, I mean, Lisa, you know, is, you know, a huge writer now and I'm like, you know, uh, a guy who does things, um, and, <laughs> and tries not to get fired still. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know what? You're you're bringing you're bringing the Ninja Turtles news to you. Oh, I'm I'm breaking the for all you're breaking the Injustice Two DLC news. <laughs> like, don't 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 discredit yourself. For all the investors who are looking to find out what's happening with Amazon, I'm letting them know the real important <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Today, dollar sign TMNT. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, you know. Like Blizzard uh, uh, and Activision, like you know, or Activision Blizzard, they they are one of the the few. Big name, yeah, and, and EA obviously, one of the few big name publishers um, that are uh, uh, listed, like you know, on the stock market. I think Take Two is too. Um, yeah, but it's so bizarre that you know, like you look up these these companies and say, okay, you know, what what where are they listed? Because um, when we put the stories together, we put in the the ticker symbols so that people can you know go in and then see, oh, what's going to happen to this company stock. Um, and it's just you know it's it's bizarre that these big huge companies aren't fully listed. Um, yeah. And it's you know what's cool is working now at, at Yahoo when uh when Pokemon Go came out, um everybody was like let's all invest in Nintendo now and like Nintendo stock right. like went crazy and I wrote an article saying hey uh that's dumb because it's not Nintendo no that is. That is definitely not Nintendo. Uh, they, it's like they own like a tiny bit of Pokemon because of different agreements that they have. Um, yeah. And then the stock just dropped. <laughs> and everyone was like, it's... whoa, what is going on here? Um, <laughs> and now I think it's like it's riding high because of the Switch and Zelda and Mario and every other game that's on there now. Um, although, you know, I got to say, I'm, I'm actually one of the few people who is not a big fan of Splatoon. I gotta throw that out there. That's fair. No, I don't think you're alone. In that I, I personally love, I love Splatoon. I play a ton of Splatoon too, but I don't. I, I can see that, that game not being everyone's cup of tea. I, I wanted to get into it. So Lisa and I were, uh, were one of the, uh, like the, the four people in the world who bought a Wii U. Um, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm with you guys. Woo, dude, you know. I love my Wii U. I so right now it's, it's in our like, uh, disparate chest full of different tech pieces but we still oh, have yeah. My, mine's yeah i mean mine's like sitting in a, in a cabinet yeah like... <laughs> now that we have the switch there's no reason to to have it um yeah but i love that system and we spent so we we got we got it and then we got a pokemon tournament um and because lisa's you know loves tekken and uh pokemon and so it's a great game pokemon tournament it's so good yeah yeah pokemon yeah i've been um, playing i've been playing the uh, deluxe version on switch i i have not gotten it yet i feel like we're probably going to um see the only thing is like with tekken now you don't unlock characters so like i want to unlock characters i want to i want to be you know i want a goal um yeah like it, was that the same way with seven because we i think you get you, like you unlock like customization stuff yeah seven doesn't have unlockable characters you get a ton of crazy just ridiculous customization options yeah and i think that's cool but like i want to unlock the characters like old school like mk style like you know yeah i i feel like that gives me something or or uh or smash like i want you know i want to be able to do that um Mm -hmm. but we we did have brawl um 
we had uh, what else? And we had uh, Super Mario 3D World. And yeah. so we we used to sit there and drink whiskey and play <laughs> Super Mario 3D World until like four in the morning on on, oh, yeah. on weekends. Um, and I just remember I think we got we got the Wii U. It was two Christmases ago, and we just spent like our Christmas vacation just drinking and playing Super Mario, uh, uh, Super Mario 3D World. And um, I think that game is incredible. I loved it. And yeah, I agree. We met uh, uh, Miyamoto, Shigeru Miyamoto, separately mm-hmm. uh, for different reviews. She did and I did. And um, I remember I told him, I was like, you know, my fiance and I got to the last the last world, the last level of the last world. And we beat everything up until that. We unlocked, you know, so many different things and we can't get past it. Why are you a monster? <laughs> why, why did you allow something? <laughs> why have like you this? done this to me <laughs> and my family? <laughs> why, why does this exist as a level? And we still haven't yeah. beaten it. Like we would sit there and get like just plastered, just trying to beat it. And we would start drinking sober you know, and then just over time, the amount of effort that went into it, we would just keep drinking and yep. we would be pretty much demolished at that point. And then, you know, like once you're destroyed, your timing is completely off. And that entire level, oh, yeah. it's it's all about timing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I love the Wii U. I think it's super, super underrated. And like, yeah, it wasn't, it, it didn't have the, the third party titles that, you know, Nintendo's now starting to pull in. Um, but it was still cool. I enjoyed the hell out of it. Yeah. And I think it's great. I think great console. Oh, hell just, yeah. Just, um, I don't know, bad timing, bad hardware. I think, mm. you know, a couple missteps, but Hey, it led us to the switch. So, so that's, that's a point that like Lisa always makes. And I, I'm sure, you know, everybody says it, but like that, the, uh, the switch is the ultimate realization of the Wii and the Wii U. hundred percent. Yeah. yeah. It's like, they, they they screwed up. I mean, the Wii U sold. I mean, the Switch is already going to sell more uh, units than the Wii U did its entire lifetime in a, in one year. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. And you know, it's such a good system, and that you can tell that they're they finally became aware that they need to get the third party uh, partners in uh, by the way they're working with Bethesda. I mean, yes. they like went all out, and when. When Skyrim was first announced, I was like, all right, well, this is a, what, five-year-old game? What, like, you know, it's Skyrim, yeah, I love it, but how many more times can I play it? It turns out... Oh, Bethesda's going to keep re-releasing it for you. So oh, yeah. I'm, they'll find a way. I'm there's the excited. VR version yes. now. Yes! Oh, you know, I cannot wait to dig into that. Oh, my there's God. There's going to be a version that it literally is just like a contact lens. You put it in your eyeballs, <laughs> and you're just literally, you're just always playing Skyrim. It's going to happen. I if Look, if I could live in the world of Skyrim, I would be a dick to everybody in town and turn all of their bowls upside down and then fill oh, someone else's man. house with bread, and it would be amazing. I would, I would absolutely <laughs> love it. But yeah, I, I, I think that they are very aware of that. Wolfenstein is coming next year. Um, yes. And, like, it's cool because, like, you can see the release windows shrinking, like, you know, they uh, 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 Skyrim came out, and then you know Doom is like newer. It came out this year, yeah, so yeah, and now that's out, and now uh, Wolfenstein is coming out. It's gonna be what? Uh, spring, you know, probably a few months away. Yeah, so like they're they're shrinking the distance 
from when it's released on other consoles. The only thing is I don't want to see um, titles on the Switch suffer because it's a different style. Um, yeah. I want it to still be really good. And yeah. I think everybody's – I mean, have you played Doom yet? I haven't played it yet. Oh, wait. Well, I haven't – I played the hell out of Doom last year on yeah. PS4. It's one of my favorite games. My favorite game of last year by far. Um, I played the Switch version at a preview event. Really liked it. Um, definitely had some issues. Like, just the frame rate wasn't nearly as smooth. Mm-hmm. Um, but it literally, it was the same game. Like, it felt like Doom. It, for the most part, looked like Doom. Like, it was really impressive. Was Was the frame rate bad on the when you were watching it on a TV or on the actual? I, on, I only played it. In handheld in handheld mode, really, yeah. Hmm. Okay. Um, but for me, like, even if it's slight, even if it's slightly janky, like to have a game like Doom that I could take with me, I, you know, like I'm gonna pick that up, no questions asked. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I loved it when it came out. It was, <laughs> I think, the way I described it in my review was, uh, it's like, it's the living or not the living, but it's the embodiment of an ACDC album. Uh, <laughs> In video game form, <laughs> yeah, <pretty laughs> it's much. just like loud, stupid fun. It is. I love it. I, so ridiculous, over the top, and I, 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 I could not love it more. It was, and you know what? It was so smooth, and that was the big thing for me. Was it was it? I felt like it was always moving. There was never any you know stops in the action. It was it ran like, amazing on consoles too. Yeah, which was like super impressive. Yeah, I, I, I think I reviewed it for PS4. Um, yeah, that's where I played it. it. And it was great, right? Like I and usually I'm I'm a big uh FPS has to be on PC kind of guy. Yeah. Um yeah. but this was this was amazing. Uh I I totally loved it. It was and you, the only reason why I'm like that is because I feel like your reaction time is slower because Yeah. You know, if you want to spin, you can't do like a real spin like you can with a mouse. Right. Um but it was great. I I totally loved it. They did such an amazing job. And it was just stupid over-the-top fun it was amazing and the finding the doom guy uh dolls oh that was the best oh my god i, I used to love finding them. and when whenever you found them, it was like the it did the uh-huh oh yeah fantastic that was actually my ringtone for a little while the doom it's great i'm actually gonna do that again you got it people at my office are gonna be like okay you've you've gone over the edge just i love i love our conversation tonight because we somehow went from we were talking about laptop mag and that somehow led us back to talk about how amazing the switch is. <laughs> this is a very, this is a very Mike and Dan conversation. Just totally circuitous makes zero sense. Dude. I, you know, that was the game plan. Don't worry. Good. Good. Then I, I did a good job. I, I done good. <laughs> I just look, I love the switch. Um, the only problem I have with it is how expensive the, uh, the joy cons are. Um, yeah, man. Like I really want, um, I want an all blue setup. Yeah. But like, yeah, getting two new Joy-Cons is what, like 80 bucks? Yep, and then that doesn't take into account the Joy-Con grip that you need or the battery yeah. power grip. It's, you know, that's an extra, I think it's like 20 bucks for the grip. Uh, the power yeah. one is 30. Um, but so we got, um, we got, uh, we have three, three sets of Joy-Cons, um, but only one Joy-Con grip. And um, I have to rectify that. But we also got a charging uh, uh, tower thing. Uh, where we can charge four Joy Cons at once, so like that's super helpful for yeah. um, for when like people come over. But I yeah, I, I also want the Pro Controller. I don't I don't have a Pro Controller, but I want one. I feel like yeah, 
you know, I mean, the, the Joy-Cons feel great. I played Zelda and Mario both on the with the Joy-Cons with the grip. But I feel like the, the Pro Controller is something that I'm definitely going to need to invest in soon. It's good. Yeah, it's good. It's worth it. You had it? Yeah. <sighs> you dirty dog. I don't use it a ton. I mean, I use my Switch like 75% on the go. But when I am home, it is so nice to have the proper controller. <sighs> yes. I just, uh, I love it so much. I just. Yeah, man. Uh, I want this is this has just become the switch cast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mike hey, and Dan switch cast. I love I love I love my PS4. I love my Xbox One. Um, but the switch right now is just it's just doing it for me in ways that Sony and Microsoft can't do it for me. Yeah, Nintendo's killing it right now. That's that's gonna be my 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 breakup letter in the future to them. By the way, <laughs> you're just not doing like it for it. me the way that Nintendo is. Just leave a little note on your console. I'm so sorry. You're like tearful and like really upset. I, I actually, um, this is going to sound really weird, but I always feel bad when I retire a console. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's emotional. Yeah. Like when, when I got rid of, so I had my PS3, um, I'm sorry, my PS, yeah, my PS3. And I had to, you know, I had to put them out to pasture, um, fairly recently cause we moved and I didn't have room for it. And, um, I felt bad. I was like, Oh man, you've been with me through so much. We've experienced the world together. And, uh, then I just threw it in a dumpster somewhere. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's always, it's a, it's a rough moment. It really is. Oh, all right. So to, so to, to pull, to reel things back a little bit, um, you were talking before, like, you know, you were at, so you came to laptop slash Tom's guy. That's where we met. That's where, you know, as you said, it was like this amazing incubator. Yeah. Um, and then you know you took all the great things that we taught you and and brought them over to Yahoo and, and left us behind. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so we already you know we we talked we talked a little bit about um, what you do at Yahoo, but what's the uh, what's kind of like an average day for you there? Uh so I get into we, we do like a, a morning meeting. Um, yeah, and then I go uh, and I do uh, some work from home run through my emails. Um, and then I go into the office usually like about 10 and then I just edit some stuff and then I figure out what I want to do for the day. Um, usually like I have a list of articles that I usually want to run through and, um, I'll just start doing what I can, uh, for the day, you know, and then I'll either finish an article or I'll go on one of the live shows uh, or I'll do a video separately. Um, and then, yeah, I, I go home and I take my pants off and put on some sweatpants and play some video games. It's, it's pretty much it. I mean, like a lot of the time is just spent sitting in a chair. It's, you know, super unhealthy, but yeah, that's, it's the editor life. Yeah, dude. Oh my God. It's, you don't move. It's unreal. And I see people move, and I'm like, I should probably be doing that too, but I don't. I mean, there's always those people in the office with the standing desks. Yeah. And you're like, that, like that's, a, that's a nice idea, but, you know, come on. They, dude, they've done studies. Let's be real here. It doesn't do yeah. anything. It doesn't do anything compared to just sitting down. It really doesn't. Yeah. So yeah. I, I will sit all day, and then I will uh, eat way too many granola bars um, yes. and drink three cups of coffee. Yes. That's, <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's – that's it's the editor diet man i feel so good oh my god uh, so um so yeah now so now that we've kind of looked back at 
everything you've done. Do you have a favorite accomplishment or a favorite story you've done in, in your years and years of, of writing about tech and games? Ooh. Uh, a, a, you, you could say the skateboard story. That's fine. It's too. definitely the truth about skateboarding that I did. Now, you know what <laughs> I want to read this story. <laughs> oh, my God. I bet it's somewhere in like my parents' house right now, along with the fire oh, trap that is my collection of old newspapers. Nice. Um, I don't know. You know, like the for me – um, one of, one of the, one of my big accomplishments was being able to, um, meet Miyamoto actually. Um, yeah, that's, that's a big one. It was, it was huge. And like, the thing is, cause when I, I remember I originally, so I used to read like all these game magazines when I was younger, like tips and tricks was one that I used to love. Oh, um, yeah. and then EGM, yep, yep. Yep. Um, game informer. Um, there were all these different magazines that, uh, PC gamer, I would read constantly. Um, and then what was it? Official, uh, PlayStation magazine. Yep. Um, and so like when I got my, my writing job in the newspaper, uh, my editor told me that, you know, they had won a bunch of awards for, uh, the local coverage that they had done. Uh, and they were like featured in, you know, major newspapers, uh, cause there was, you know, I mean, it was New Jersey and it was New Jersey politics. So it was corrupt. And they got to write about that and, they ended up winning these awards. So I remember specifically being in uh, the grocery store, uh, talking to my friend about how uh, excited I was for this job. And I said to him, I'm going to work at this job and I'm going to win some awards. And then I'm, hopefully I can move on and I can write about video games. And he was like, that's so cool. And I was like, yeah, you know, like this is how I guess you do it. You like these people get to do this in these magazines. And um, uh, those magazines largely don't exist anymore. Um, I did not win any awards, but yeah, I like somehow managed to make that happen. And it's, it's crazy. Cause you know, you, you see, you know, all the comments on the bottom of websites, you know, how do I do this? You know, I'm sure, uh, the big, you know, the big sites like, uh, Polygon and IGN and, you know, uh, everything along those lines, they probably get emails constantly from people who just want to do this job. Um, yeah. and it really is just being so stupid and thinking that you can, that you eventually do it. Um, yeah. and just putting in a ton of work. Like, I mean, dude, going to CES is like a nightmare. I, I hate CES so much. Um, I'm right there with you. I, it's just five days of just a violent, horrible waking nightmare. Um, yep. but I, I, you know, I did it. You did it. Everybody who, you know, works, uh, in tech and writes about tech does it. Uh, and like, you know, you just kind of like, it's it's really true. You actually, you know, you do pay your dues, and it's such a shitty thing to hear when you're starting out writing, because you're mm-hmm. like, well, no, why do I have to pay my dues? I don't want to do that. That's stupid. I want I want you know immediate satisfaction. Yeah. Um. I want a pres- I want a prestigious award. Right. For the skateboarding story. Yes. I, I want. I also wrote a story about the truth about condoms, which uh, was definitely scrapped. Oh, shit. It was scrapped. All right, that one. <laughs> <laughs> I want to. I want to see the draft. They, they did not want me to do that. Old computer. Yeah, I was like, oh, let's talk about condoms real quick, and they were like, no, why? Nobody told yeah. you to write this. You were you were doing a service, trying to keep the trying to keep the students safe. I wanted the population to be aware. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's like you know, you you really do start out thinking that you you should. Why can't I do this? Why can't I you know do what I want right away? And um, yeah, then you just you just kind of like do it. Uh, you legitimately pay your dues as much as that sucks to say out loud um and you eventually get to where you really want to be and it's so cool 
And then you get to tell people what you do for a living. And then they go, that's not a job. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's like you get a lot of must be nice. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it, dude, it's, it's unbelievably awesome. There's like, obviously there's, you know, there's stuff that sucks about every job. Um, oh, yeah. but it's, you know, I mean, I, uh, the way I describe it whenever, uh, I'm like the way I talk myself down whenever I'm having a really stressful day is cool. I, I am having a stressful day because I'm writing about, uh, you know, a new smartphone or laptop or, uh, tablet or whatever, or I'm doing this big story on, you know, Google or Apple or whatever. And, um, you know, it, it freaks you out cause these are, you know, these massive companies. Um, and so I, I'll, I'll just say to myself, well, uh, my mom was a nurse, um, and she literally had people's lives uh, in her hands, um, yeah. and uh, I don't. So if she screwed up, someone could have died. Uh, if I screw up, I just write a correction. So it's you know puts things in perspective. Yeah, it's and it makes such. I mean, you know, it really does take it off shoulder because you're just like, yeah, you know, it's my job, and like I don't, I don't, I don't want to ever need to issue a correction. Or oh my god, the, the scariest thing is breaking an embargo. That is, oh, oh man. that is a nightmare. It happened to me once and it was yeah. my old editor accidentally published when he meant to hit save. And I got a phone call, uh, from the company and they were like, Hey, why did you do this? <laughs> and I was like, yep. What? Uh, and I went in and I, I looked at it and I was like, I am so sorry. You know, I've never done this before in my entire life. Uh, how can I fix this? And they were just like, okay, NBD, uh, make it not live right now. And we'll just, you know, call gravy. And, uh, I got super lucky. Cause sometimes like companies will freeze you out for that. No problem. They'll, you know, they'll just totally say that's it. Oh yeah. Yep. And it, like, that's the worst. Cause you just, you don't, you don't mean, nobody wants to do that on purpose. Like, no. unless you're one of those, uh, you know, like you're one of those people who's just like, well, I'm going to break the embargo. Uh, and I'm going to get all the good SEO action and, uh, no one else is going to, um, get it. And I'm going to, you know, beat the system somehow, but yeah, no, this company will never talk to me again, but exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll get a lot of traffic. Right. Yeah. It's, it's not worth it for that one story. No, no. So yeah, that's, that's like, I, I feel like, yeah, the, to go back to your question. Yeah. I, I think the big thing was, was for me, me meeting Miyamoto because it was like, you yeah. know, this dude created the thing that got me into video games um, that I remember playing with my dad as a kid. And um, I get to sit here and talk to him uh, and kind of do the thing that I always wanted to do. And it, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like it blew my mind. I was I, the first time I met him, I was like, this is what, what <laughs> I'm shaking your hand. What is going on right now? Like, yeah. <laughs> Those those moments are, are always incredibly surreal. Oh my god, yeah, it was it was, I mean, it was really really cool. He's such a sweet guy too. I I don't think anyone has anything bad to say about him because he's just no. You just want to like you want to give him a hug because he seems so sweet. Yeah, I'm just yeah the way he smiles, the way he laughs. Yeah, uh, I feel like we should just write him a, a love letter right now. Yeah, like this, <laughs> it's getting really. Uh, the way he smells. Uh, and really sentimental right now. Yeah, the guy he smells great. Just his aura. I just, I just, was... you know, I want to hang out with him. Maybe get a cup of coffee, see what happens. Yeah, you know. Oh, man. All right, so, Dan, I've got one more question for you. Hit me. 
piggybacking on what we just talked about, who are the people that inspire you to do what you do? Oh, man. To start or like currently or both? Just in general, yeah. Man, uh, I guess the people who inspire me, uh, I always wanted to do really well, but like in like high school, I kind of just didn't. Um, yeah. I got in trouble a lot for talking. I did, I did well, but like, you know, they would send like those, uh, progress reports. Um, yeah. It constantly, uh, disrupts class, uh, disrupts other students, uh, interrupts other students learning. And, you know, I was just, I would always tell my mom, mom, I'm just talking. That's all. And she'd be like, yeah, eh, all right, whatever. That's what you, it's what you do. Yeah. Um, uh, I guess, you know, eventually I started, you know, in college, uh, I realized, oh, this costs money. Uh, so I started working really hard and it was, yeah. I think it was cause it was my, my parents helped me a lot with college. Um, still got some loans, baby, but they did, they did a lot of, of, of help for me and, uh, or, you know, helped me get through that. Um, and they always worked so hard that I just wanted to work as hard as them. Um, so that is why I was able to, you know, go from someone who didn't know anything about writing, um, yeah. to getting a job as a writer. Um, also faking it. I learned how to fake it really well. Um, <laughs> I guess like, you know, I mean, Lisa is a freak show of, uh, just work ethic. Um, so whenever I see her working and I'm not working, I'm like, shit, I should be working. Uh, so she yeah. really does like motivate me. And, uh, it's, it's like, I'm very competitive with work. Um, yeah. Like I, I would watch the numbers, um, for like, uh, hits and I'd be like, son of a bitch, I gotta get, I gotta be up top. Um, yeah. but she's like hyper competitive. So, and I think that, that, you know, kind of helps us out a lot. Um, but yeah, definitely her. She, she, I see her working all the time and I, uh, I'm like, man, I got no pants on. I'm eating baked beans out of a casserole dish. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm rewatching. It's always sunny. <laughs> Yeah. So I'm like, maybe I should go do work. Um, yeah. It's good balance. Yeah. So definitely those two, my parents and her. Yeah. I'll take it. That's a great answer. Dan, thanks so much. This has been super fun. <laughs> uh, probably, probably the most fun episode of this I've done, honestly. Mm. Uh, it was, it's been so great to just kick back with you and, and just have a laid back chat and, and crack a lot of jokes. Talk a lot about Nintendo. I've been watching. As, I've been watching as we do. I'm watching porn this entire time. Just so you know. I was hoping you were. <laughs> I was. I was banking on it. That's that's where the energy comes. Yeah, from. Yeah, that's why I get so excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, but Dan, so if people want to uh, follow you and your adventures in writing and and gaming and and porn watching, I guess. <laughs> Uh, yeah, where where can people keep up with you? Uh, I'm at uh, Yahoo Yahoo Finance. It's uh, yahoofinance.com slash tech. Um, or you can just go to Yahoo Finance page and find me. Uh, or uh, just at Daniel Howley on, uh, on Twitter. I am so uncreative. It's unreal. You got some good tweets. I get, you know, I, I try. I try to make sure that people are into them. Usually it's uh, it's not as cool as I wish, but it's, you know, it's in there a little bit. Mostly, you gotta, you gotta be a little. You gotta be a little careful. You know, you got the Yahoo overlords mm-hmm. watching. Yeah. You, oh my God. Yeah. You can't say. You know. You can't be off the rails when you're representing a company. Like you know, you gotta 
kind of really buckle down. So I think the most th- the, the, the most risque thing I do is uh, retweet uh, Simpsons constantly. So <laughs> you're really pushing uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Dan, thanks again. This has been so awesome. You, and man. to all you guys listening at home, as always, this has been People Playing Games, podcasts all about the people who make the world of games awesome. You can follow us on Twitter at PPG Podcasts. You can find our show on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Uh, more services to come. Definitely uh, stay tuned on that. But for now, that's where we're at. Definitely check out the show, download it, rate it, uh, recommend it to a friend. That would be super awesome. And uh, as always, hope you enjoyed what you heard and keep on playing.